You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Down the sideline, touchdown, and he looks the other way, and it's intercepted. Welcome to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Inside the five, it to the end zone. Brought to you by 7th Street Casino and GEHA Insurance. And it's Williams with another touchdown. Here are your hosts, Pete Sweeney and Jay Binkley. Welcome in to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show presented by 7th Street Casino, where it's that. My name is Pete Sweeney. I'm the editor-in-chief over at ArrowheadPride.com. Sitting across from Jay Binkley on this week two, 28-10 victory for your Kansas City Chiefs in a game where we were worried about Patrick Mahomes and, and the first quarter starts. Uh, Mahomes doesn't really look that good. Looks like he's shaken up by that ankle. Eric Fisher has to check out of the game. The blocking looks bad on the offensive line. Uh, the Raiders get out to a quick 10-0 lead. They look like they're picking up right where they left off on Monday Night Football. And then the second quarter happens. Four touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. No Chiefs quarterback in history has ever done it. And the Chiefs come away with the 28-10 victory. And because the Chargers lost and the Broncos are going to lose here and they already lost, uh, they stand alone 2-0 first place in the AFC West. Unbelievable. And this way he started last year. You know those two games? You go on the road last year, was go on the road, beat the Chargers, divisional opponent, then go to Pittsburgh this year. Chiefs go to Jacksonville, face a very good defense with a big win, a huge win. And this is what I was hoping the Chiefs would do. Last week, you know, that 14-point win, this one 28-10, that comfortability where you're not constantly scoring. When you're scoring 50 and 40 and losing the game, but a nice, comfortable win for the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. You're right. No, no quarterback in Chiefs history has ever thrown four touchdowns in a quarter. That second quarter might have been the best quarter I've ever seen him play, uh, to be honest with you. Ends up with 443 and four, Pete. This could have been 505 if LaShawn McCoy without the hold. Think about that. 500 yards and five touchdowns in week two had we not had that hold. Brilliant performance for Mahomes. A little rusty at first, then kind of tuned things up. Uh, the Chiefs, once again, and this is what you want to see from a good quarterback because – it's what can you do if you're a quarterback? Can you elevate the talent of yeah. others around you? Like Albert Wilson yep. in that game in 2017. He had almost third of his production in that game with Mahomes. Today it was Demarcus Robinson, all off 2017 preseason game against the Titans, where these two connected for 127 yards in the first half. I thought Demarcus Robinson was unbelievable. That's again, who else can step up? Last week it was Sammy Watkins. He was going to get a little more attention today. From the Raiders, who else can step up? Can Hardman? I, well, Hardman obviously had that 72-yard touchdown called back, or he would have had two on the day. But really the star, Demarcus Robinson, and just how efficient he was to go along with Travis Kelsey, continuing his mastery in Oakland. Nicole Hardman with the first touchdown of his NFL career, as Jay mentioned, he could have had another one uh, last week. 
Sammy Watkins was the guy, and he was heavily targeted today. 13 targets, but only six catches for 48, 49 yards. As you mentioned, Jay, uh, Demarcus Robinson uh, was the guy that comes home with the biggest day for the Chiefs. Six catches for 172 yards and two touchdowns. And Mahomes, what he has is that quality where, like Tom Brady, he can make you know Danny Amendola's name. He can make you know Julian Edelman's name. Why? Because of his talent. Or Demarcus Manning, Robinson, Sean LaChapelle, Jacob right. Tammy. I mean, just, just Demarcus Robinson guys. is not getting 172 yards because of Demarcus Robinson. It's with, because of the quarterback uh, that he's playing with, and good on him. Uh, gets to play with the MVP of the National Football League, who's on pace to maybe do it again. I see you, Lamar Jackson, in Baltimore as well. We want you to get involved. You can by calling us 913-576-7610. You also can text the Protein House Eat With a Purpose text line 69306. And in just a few minutes, we will hear from Ron the Show Hughley. He was out at the watch party at Harrods today, uh, 610 Sports Radio with Vern and Serta. So I'm sure he'll have uh, some quick, re- quick reaction to the game. We're going to go out to the phone lines right now. Uh, Dan and KCK. Hey, Pete. Hi, Bing. How you doing? It was a great game. By what a, what a second quarter by Mahomes. My goodness. Yeah, DeMarcus Harrison, great game. 172 yards. Kelsey Wilm, 107. How about the defense pitching out a shutout in the second, third, and fourth? Let's take care of the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to get sacked five times next week. Take care of yourself, guys. Well, I will say this about Lamar Jackson. You've got you've to put pressure on Lamar Jackson. He's just got the wheels to get out of the pocket. And if you were going to nitpick anything in this game, it would be the fact the Chiefs couldn't run the football. Could not run the football at all. 22 carries, 31 yards. And they couldn't the defend the run either. They, they couldn't run. And this was a game that I thought, okay, with Mahomes and the ankle last week, you got to run the football. You can't defend the run either. Over seven yards of carry uh, today for the Raiders. Jacobs comes in a shit one yard shy of 100 yards. And, and we look back last week and say, well, Jacksonville didn't run the ball in the Chiefs. Well, they didn't get 81 yards, but it was five yards of carry. Five yards of clip that they averaged, but they had to throw the ball to get back into the game, that's something that's got to be shored up. Because if you're not getting to the quarterback, right, you, know, you better be stopping the run as well. But I will say this. This defense looked exponentially better the coverage looked than better. we saw last week. The run, the run defense didn't look good. No, it didn't. Minshew looked great last week when he came in at quarterback. You look at last year, and they had some games like this. They gave up 14 points to Jacksonville at home, gave up 10 points to the Bengals at home. And the fewest points uh, put this defense gave up was three points when, when the Raiders were completely tanking that last game. But I'll take this. These are big wins on the road. You're talking a two-touchdown win in Jacksonville. You're talking an 18-point win, which could have been probably more. Well, it should have been more because that 72-yard touchdown, if McCoy doesn't hold, uh, I'm not sure he needed to hold on that play. Although it was close, if he doesn't hold, maybe Mahomes gets hit. Sometimes I'll take those not to get the quarterback hurt in certain situations. I felt the offensive line was really, really deficient with Cam Irving. Eric Fisher does make a big difference well, in this Especially game. at the beginning of the game. There's the no doubt about that. The was terrible. Cam, Cam terrible. Irving entered the game, and, and it seemed like it threw off the Chiefs' entire offensive game plan, and Patrick Mahomes wasn't comfortable for the first quarter. I know there were people, there were people out there making fun of me on Twitter because I tweeted it out, but he just didn't look good. Uh, and then, obviously... You shouldn't doubt Patrick Mahomes because he figured out a way, even if he was hurt a little bit, to make it work and really looked like a perfect quarterback in that second quarter. Really, one of the stats that stands out to me and says, all right, this offensive line may not have blocked as well. Raiders had nine tackles for losses. Nine tackles for loss. They really struggled just to certain their dominance, that physicality. Well, the run game. Can, scrimmage. And I can't necessarily blame like LaShawn McCoy or Damian Williams. The run game is so dependent on the offensive line. 
And so that goes into it, too. Again, if we're nit- nitpicking on this game. Better job of protecting the homes. Worst job run blocking. Right, 100%, 100%. But you know what, though? Would you take that? Yes, protect Mahomes. Maybe not as efficient as the run game, but protect your franchise. Yeah, I mean, that's first and foremost. I mean, if Mahomes isn't healthy, you're not doing anything anyway. We'll go back out to the phone line. Sandy and Belton, what's up? Not much, Binkley. My husband wanted to say he's glad to hear you on the radio. You're his favorite person to talk football with. And well, then you. I loved that we won the game. Um, I sucked we didn't score for three of the four quarters, but it's a win, and I will take it. Yeah, I think I think we'd all take it. I mean, it wasn't the prettiest, uh, wasn't the prettiest thing, but you know what? Uh, the Chiefs were able to get it done. Yeah, they weren't. But again, it's it's a division. You had one quarter that was great. Right? Well, it's just like it's Andy Reid's mastered this division. Now this is the Chiefs have now won nine out of the last eleven against the Raiders. They've won seven out of the last ten against the Broncos, including seven in a row. They've won nine out of the last ten against the Chargers. That is being dominant in. The division. Heck, if the Raiders would have found a way to win the way they started that game, they could have been two and zero in this division already in just two weeks. But Andy Reid, Chiefs haven't even played a home game yet, and they're two and zero like they were a season ago. That's what you do. But it's 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 the margin of victory to me too, Pete. You're not relying on Pat Mahomes every time to come out there, keep you in the game, score that touchdown. This defense does take some pressure off Mahomes. I was hoping the Chiefs would have the twenty eight to ten wins. The, the 31 to 17. Just give me those kind of margins in a game where it doesn't come down to the end of the game where you're relying on Pat Mahomes to go out and do magic. He does enough of that on his own. I like that you're highlighting the division part of this, though, too, because it's so important. The Raiders feel like the third best team in the division now after week one. Looks like the Denver Broncos are going to lose again. Uh, so, you know, they'll be sort of in the mix here. And the bigger item of the day is that the Detroit Lions knocked off the Los Angeles Chargers. And immediately now in week two, everybody else in the division is playing from behind. They have to make up a game on the Chiefs. And the fact that it happened this soon uh, is a good thing. Let's go back out to the phone lines and talk to Q and KC. What's up, Q? Hey, it's, it's actually you, but it's all good. Okay, um, you. Um, Mark, I got two things. First of all, the defense is really kind of helped by the offense when we saw that in this game. Yep. Second... I owe a big apology to Demarcus Robinson because he <laughs> killed it, absolutely killed it. I kind of called him out in all season, or lightly or whatever, but he made it do what it do this last game. So shout out to Demarcus Robinson. Thanks, guys. You know what? He's changed his name now on Twitter to Demarcus. It was Honey Thunder fourteen, which I like that. And maybe this is the Honey Badger influence. Can't have two honeys I mean, that, on your team. That's a good call from you. And I don't even necessarily know what this means, but he certainly brought the Honey Thunder today. But, but here's the thing about here's the thing about the Marcus Robinson that I like so much. He's kind of never complained. He's taken that back seat. You wanted him to take that leap, like you saw. You, you wanted Conley to have these type of games. That the Marcus Robinson didn't we wait for for Chris Conley to have. One of the he's the third receiver on this team, just like Conley. Weren't we waiting for Conley to have a breakout game? He like never this? really did. No, but DeMarcus I think he had Robinson a max of did. seventy-five yards with the Chiefs. Too. Here's, the, here's the most impressive thing about Demarcus Robinson, Pete. He might have been one of the most under-talked about guys in St. Joe. A lot of people raving about McCool Hardman and the plays he was making. Damian Williams got some run; he wasn't hurt. Uh, people love seeing Darwin Thompson up in training camp. And, of course, Tyreek Hill making his plays and Watkins in the best shape of his life and looking good. To me, Demarcus Robinson didn't get talked about as much. And he was the one we hoped take that step. He just took a step that we did not see from Conley with the Chiefs. 
Yeah, too. And you got to remember, Jay, I mean, this is a contract year for DeMarcus. Uh, and our guy, Therese Baylor, you can watch the list. I'm sorry, listen to the But you know what, Pete, me Baylor stop show. you there. With caution, you got to remember the quarterback is Pat Mahomes. Uh, yeah, no. Pat I, Mahomes I, would I, make you look good. I understand. But but even so. I, I, we, I, I take that back. He, I, would. he would. I mean, he would. I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I feel like I look good anyway. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I, I think. The hair does look with, good. With DeMarcus, and, and you have to say it, and Therese says it all the time, and it's 100% true. Therese Baylor showed tomorrow, by the way. Like the contract year is undefeated, and you saw it again today. I I, I understand. So Pat Mahomes making you I, money. I understand Mahomes, Mahomes and Mahomes made Albert Wilson Absolutely. a lot of money in that last game. You got to be getting a Christmas card every year from him too. Mahomes is a great player and and can make anybody look good. But 172 yards, you got to be doing something yourself. But here's the thing about him, Pete. Every, as good as he is, every week he's doing something that hasn't been done before or a long time ago. Like the last week when he had all those yards. In the first quarter, the most since Peyton Manning. And by the way, the Chiefs' first quarter scoring scoring streak ended, although they scored a touchdown the first play of the second quarter. But it's just what Mahomes does. Seven straight games, three-plus uh, TD passes on the road. That's the longest streak all time in the NFL. Think about that. Three-plus touchdowns on the road, seven straight times he's done it. Again, another NFL record. We talk about Chiefs records falling like crazy for him. The four touchdowns in one quarter. It's ridiculous that literally, if you're the PR staff of the Chiefs, you got to know the history of not only the league, but the Chiefs, because this dude so, does something every week that he hasn't done before. Well, this And is, last week was on a bum ankle. This is, crazy. Some, this is something we, we were waiting for, and, and Tony Romo and Jim Nance made fun of it a little bit on the broadcast of, you know, Pat is regressing because he didn't get 10 touchdowns in the first two weeks, and they're making a joke, obviously. But we were waiting for this, right? Because there's a part of you, and I think a little bit of being a Chiefs fan comes into this, where you want to see that Mahomes' MVP season is confirmed a little bit. And, and through two games, you're saying, yes, this is the real deal. You can expect this year in and year out. We want you to get involved. 913-576-7610. You can also text us, eat, eat, Protein House, eat with a purpose, text line 69306. Here's the one thing I like about it, too. And I remember a conversation, Brett Favre, when he was doing his uh, serious show, he had uh, Aaron Rodgers on. Yeah. And they were talking about that killer instinct, mm -hmm. you know, to get that where other teams fear you when you're out there. We've got this with Pat Mahomes. Pete, growing up watching this team, I feared John Elway. I feared if you left too much time on the clock, he was going to come down and beat you because I saw it many times. Before Mahomes got here, I used to worry about Phillip Rivers. Right. Like that game where he came to Arrowhead and then Houston and all the go out. Year, Phillip he did Rivers. He comes back at the end of the game. Like those type of players, you want that guy in your team because so many times I have feared the opponent of that quarterback just over there throwing passes on the sideline, knowing you're going to give him a chance. Mahomes strikes fear in defensive coordinators. Mahomes As he strikes should. fears in other game plans. Last year, towards the end of the year, is a time of possession game with Chiefs. The only way teams are going to beat this guy is to keep him on the sideline. It's the only way they're going to beat him. They're going to have to dumb down their offense. They're going to have to run wing because the one, one thing about it is you've got to change how it is because if he's over on the sideline with, with Tyree Kill, which when he comes back, it's even going to be better. This offense is going to be insane. And, of course, with Travis Kelsey on the sideline, it's different. But he strikes fear in the opposition. And I think that's why run defense getting short up is going to be important for but the other thing I'd like to say, I'd like to say this too. You know, people last year thought, well, we don't need Kareem Hunt. We don't need Kareem Hunt. You know, you don't. I'm telling you, man, having Kareem Hunt, you know, the NFL leading rusher, and I know his yards per carry and stuff, if you look back at what Damien did and stuff, 
Kareem Hunt was still a stalwart running back. He really helped this run game. Right. Game in and game out, he was going to get you yards. I haven't. I, I waited for McCoy maybe to show that he showed some elusiveness. Also showed being caught a few I mean, times. You're working with Cam Irving the, in front of you. I, I don't. I mean, not, I'm not trying to make a ton of excuses. But what I'm saying is, this offensive line was trash when Jamal Charles was still doing wonders, which amazes me how many yards per carry he had sure. when the offensive line wasn't very good. But let's let's make no mistake about it. Kareem Hunt helped this team out week in and week out. They have got to find stability in this running game, even though this might have been an anomaly. Right. You know, maybe there's going to be games, but but they just did not run the ball well at all today. I think that could be there as long as your offensive line is is, is healthy and Andy Reid can scheme some stuff up. I'm I'm eager to see if Kareem Hunt can have the same success in Cleveland. I don't anticipate but, that. But, but this is a this I don't is man an, up type thing. Like when you get to the postseason though, is and it, it gets cold and snowy and bad weather, you've got to be able to man up. But what worries me more so, and and you may you nailed it on the head, is the way to beat Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to is to keep him on the sideline, try to get a lead, keep him on the sideline. Well, and that's why the run, many times. That's why the run defense, the defense. That's why twelve carries for ninety nine yards for Josh Jacobs is something to be concerned about. Well, the Chiefs. It's also keeping the clock moving, right? Keeping the clock moving by getting first downs by trusting your running game. Would you have trusted the Chiefs' running game on third and one today? I wouldn't have. No, no shot. No I shot. would have trusted Mahomes to throw the ball. But again, that could just be as much the offensive line. Like you hope that Fisher can get back uh, sooner rather than later because you got a tough team next week. And I was worried about Cam Irving. Uh, I told you. I mean, I, I think he's a. Uh, a jack of a lot of trades, master of none. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. Steve in Mission, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Well, I hope this kill, this game kills the most stupidest take of the week uh, <laughs> on the 610 morning show, which is we don't need Tyreek Hill. Give me a break. If we play a real team like the Ravens, we would have lost. We we, we would have lost today. Where we, we need Tyreek Hill. We need, like you said, a – a Kareem Hunt type running back. We need McCoy to step it up, regardless of who the offensive line. I don't want to hear excuses when we lose to the Ravens about how bad the offensive line is. We're too good of a team for this, and we kept the Raiders in the game all day. And you know, we we can't have this mentality of being overconfident. That's how you lose. That's how we're going to lose games in the future. Just. Just be grateful if Hill plays or not, or or else we're gonna we're 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 gonna be counting all these victories before we happen. And let me tell you, we got some tough schedule games down the road, and and people have got to stop counting the chickens before they hatch because we're gonna we're gonna lose being playing this way. I guarantee it. Well, it was good to see the two interceptions. Ward's Ward got an interception. So did Breland's interception. Means more impressive because of where it happened in the situation that it was in. Uh, Breedland's interception to me. Kendall Fuller, I thought, played a good game. Charverius Ward had an interception as well. Yeah, Charverius Ward got the interception. The one that impressed me a little bit more was Breedland's just because of where it was and a little well, the contact there. And Derek Carr th- threw a bad pass. And listen, Derek Carr was on that fringe. The Chiefs do play good quarterbacks this year. When you play Rodgers and Brady deal, though, Jake, and you got to play Rivers twice, they're not going to lose. You got to play Lamar Jackson, they're, which is much better. They're not going to lose to teams like the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens were flirting with the loss to the Cardinals today. I, I'm, you know, I watched this game today, 
And I had a lot of doubts because of Mahomes' ankle and them missing Tyreek Hill. And then you blink and it's 28-10. Hey, and I had didn't... the Ravens in my survivor pool, and I started to sweat it <laughs> at home against the Cardinals. And that's what I'm saying. I think that just the Chiefs' offense is just going to overpower people. There's one team on this schedule, and I understand the quarterbacks they play, but I'm looking at the way Patrick Mahomes is playing. I'm looking at how they're struggling in other areas, and it just doesn't matter. You know who the team that can beat them is? It's New England Patriots. It's the only team in the schedule that really gives you pause. And it should scare right. us. It's not just their offense. We'll start giving that defense. They have a little bit of credit. Start getting. I will say this though. I brought up Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill does make a huge difference in this game. And again, you go back to it. What he does as far as drawing attention from the defense, no matter where he's at, he makes this offense better. We can look at this game by Demarcus Robinson. We can look at what Sammy Watkins did. This offense is better with Tyreek Hill. And I, I, I just, I, I won't even take any other answer than this offense is better with him. We're going to go out to the phone lines now to a guy I really admire, uh, just a good friend of mine. Uh, we work on the midday show together. on the show, Hughley. You were out at Winning Streaks today, Winning Streaks Casino for the watch party. How was it out there? First off, Pete, we do not work together. You're not on the show. You're not. And the atmosphere, to your second question and your real question, the atmosphere was fantastic, man. People were out there. I started walking around, and Bingley, you're out there sometimes at Winnie Street. I started walking around at 10 nothing, and I said, hey, hey, any of you all a little, little, little nervous? A little nervous? <laughs> nah, 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 I'm not nervous. And they shouldn't have been. I think there, there are two big stories out of this game to me, and one is um, continued more steps of how special Patrick Mahomes is. Um, another game, another step to me, not having the first time in a real game. I really don't count that Denver game two years ago. The first time in a real game he didn't have, um, I believe, uh, his best target and most explosive target, I think the most explosive target in the National Football League. And they, they didn't start great, and really they were shut out in the second half and didn't end great. But they went Golden State Warriors where they just crush you in one quarter and end the game. And he was just special in the second quarter. And then to me, it is just clear, clear. And I don't have any problem, Lord knows I'll do it, to people criticizing the defense for different things. But it is really clear that the defense is miles, miles better coached than they were last year. I saw stuff, Binkley, that I never thought I would see. I saw just little stuff, like like Wilson. I know he's your guy, Pete. Wilson, like, running out on a crossing route on a receiver. I never saw linebackers do that last year. So this this team is better coached defensively, and it is clear that Patrick Mahomes was just sensational in the second quarter. I still think they're a work in progress. <laughs> I think the pass rush will come eventually with this team. It's got to. Right. They've got to be able to put pressure on quarter. Derek Carr had way too much time in the pocket. I understand he got rid of the ball quickly, but teams will do that. When teams play the Chiefs, it'll be quick dropbacks and throws. That's one area they have to uh that's one area well, they have to fix. Ron, when it was ten to well, nothing, did you change anything up? Did you go nachos? Did you go to another beer that they have great beer selected? <laughs> did you change anything up? Uh, to kind of bring the Chiefs back? No, no, I didn't. No, uh, they don't have me like they did before, Bigsley. They don't have me like, so I didn't have to change it. But, I mean, really, you shouldn't have. I mean. Did the pants come off? Just, no, no, no pants came off. As long I mean, Demarcus, Robinson, Demarcus Robinson put together one hell of a performance today. But, no, no pants off worthy <laughs> performance today. It's the Raiders. You could see, like, the first touchdown, much like Sammy's second touchdown last week, just complete um, 
screw up in the secondary to where you just start having him running wide open. Very similar to Sammy Watkins' third down. He picked up where no one covered him and no one picked him up at all. But, no, I mean, that second quarter was, I, I think, all all Patrick Mahomes, really. Too. Yeah, and even the third quarter, I think the nail in the coffin would have been that 72-yarder. That was that was now, in the third quarter. Now, Bakley, you, did, you talked about the pass rush. Now, people got really upset with me last week. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, they weren't all quick drops. They weren't all quick drops. And I am looking at you. The highest-paid player on this team, the guy you went and moved heaven and earth for, mm-hmm. Emmanuel Agba, should not be making a bigger <laughs> impact in rushing the passer than Frank Clark. This is a game. This is now two games. He'll throw Tano game. in there. Tano, yes, this is now two games in all. That this guy, who you moved heaven and earth and then made him the third highest-paid defensive player in football, only behind Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. And again, I watched up on seven-step drops. He wasn't doubled and triple-teamed like people tried to tell me last week. It, on single-coverage blocks, he was not getting there. He has got to get better. <laughs> he has got to get better. And and I, I, I find myself, and I know, Bingley, you probably do, I find myself on third downs just watching him. And oh, yeah. That, that, that's got to improve. Because as much as you want to laugh it up and people get mad about D Ford and him being offside, D Ford was one of the best players defensively in football last year. He led the league in, in pressures, and he was second in the league in quarterback hits, and he would dominate games. Frank Clark, sometimes you don't even know he's out there. Ron, he's I'll tell you this much. Million dollars. That's you, got to change. You saw Cam Irving was dominated and pushed backwards. That's what I was expecting from Clark last week against the uh, Jags. I was. Houston had a great pass rush against the Jaguars today, much different than the Chiefs did a week ago. Yeah, I, 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 that, that's to me. Like people are going to, to forget about the, oh, they won, and all this. Like I think a lot of appointment yeah. making. Like they, they had 12 carries for 99 yards with their back. 12 carries for 99 yards. That stuff will get lost. Because they went 28-10, and I think the defense is better. But Frank, Frank, no, I mean, there's just no excuse. You can't have Emmanuel Agba out, out, out dominate you and, 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 and look like he's making a more of a presence defensively than Frank Clark. That's got to pick up. Frank Clark is making the type of money where he should be single-handedly wrecking games. You know, that should be, right? that should be a... Right? Well, the contract here is undefeated, Pete, but he was paid. <laughs> exactly. That, that's part of the problem. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G Podcast. we got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Ron, uh, show and burn tomorrow at 10 a.m. What can the folks expect? Um, you know, on to the Frank Clark thing, one of the things that came into my head, and I won't give it away listening at 10 o'clock, but I think it is clear, clear who the best defensive player is on this team. And because it's becoming clear to me, I'm going to raise my expectation level for this guy. And we'll talk a, we'll talk <laughs> a lot about that tomorrow. That's a pro tease. Uh, Ron the Show, Hughley.
uh, calling in right there. I mean, I'm, and we, I'm, I didn't give him a chance to say goodbye because he never does that for me when I call in. Well, we talked in the pregame show, Pete. I said I'd really like to see some interior pass rush. I, you know, I'd really like and, and Chris Jones a tackle for loss, the sack that he had. They need to get that. That stuff makes it easier for Chris Jones. I was a little bit expecting Chris Jones to draw extra attention, and that would only help Frank Clark. I thought that tandem of those two being dominant would help each other. You can't double team both of them in a game. I expected more production out of those guys earlier. And you know, Thornhill. Chris Jones got there though. I mean, Chris Jones got there. There were a couple sacks today. How about Vontez Burfick for the Raiders? Good he, to see Tano pass. He's on Sammy Watkins. Kendall times. Fuller had his first career sack. I uh, want to keep the phone line. But you know what here. though? You said Kendall Fuller in a sack. We talked about this. If you can't get pass rush in the initial, you've got to start being creative. That was creative with Fuller getting the sack. You, didn't see, like, you wouldn't see that last year. But that, the Honey Badger, you're expect, he, he's sixth in the NFL in quarterback pressures as a defensive back since he came into the league. They're going to have to be creative. I, I expect Juan Thornhill. You know, you, you, if you the Chiefs have to figure this out. Usually around week four, week five. Well, they're new if you're not I mean, it's a new defense. The, it's a new but defense. If, but if you're not getting to the quarterback for the front seven, the week four or five, you have to start getting creative, Pete. Want to go back out to the phone lines? You can get involved. 913-576-7610. Reggie in Anaheim, one of my favorites. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Happy uh, happy Chiefs win, man. Yeah, happy happy uh, happy Sunday to you, I'm sure, in Anaheim. Reg, wait, Reg, we got you? Oh, the game was good, obviously. You know, that second half just completely sucked from just a, a game of a pace of play standpoint. Um but the other thing that, you know, this is just kind of nitpicky, but, you know, uh, the running game couldn't get anything going with either uh, Damian Williams or uh, LaShawn McCoy. So It's two straight you know, that, weeks of Damian Williams not being good. Nine carries, eight yards. He's been a fine receiver. Yeah, but but here's, here's my problem, and this is why I don't want to see him in the trap, Reggie. When LaShawn McCoy comes in, I don't want it to become, well, he's going to run the ball. If Damien Williams comes in, oh, he's going to go catch the ball. It, it seems that I don't way. want the Chiefs to be that predictable. That's why it was nice seeing LaShawn McCoy. He did have the one catch, six yards. But LaShawn McCoy, you know, over, four, what, 426 catches in his career, he averages like 7.6 per. Damien Williams a little bit better, over eight yards. But the sample size is completely different between the two. Well, I think what the Chiefs need to do, man, is just, I know, and I know that they don't want to do this, but they're going to have to just go ahead and be LaShawn so that, that that particular guy can get into a rhythm and get into a flow. Uh, because the switching in and out is it, it, just they don't have an opportunity to really establish anything on the ground. And you look at the Raiders, you know, they have a, uh, a featured back. We need to go ahead and just say, hey, either Damian or LaShawn is going to be is going to get the majority of the snaps. And then the well, other close your ears on this one. Up. Carlos Hyde is outperforming the Chiefs running game. It's true. It's true. And yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's the Lions fault with the Chiefs, but actually Carlos Hyde is outperforming the Chiefs running backs. Yeah, well, I mean, that is what it is. But, you know, that's all I want to say, man. I'll listen up here. Go Chiefs. Reggie in Anaheim uh, makes a good point. And I tend to agree, and I find this troubling with some of the committees in the NFL uh, nowadays. It's hard for those running backs to really truly get into a groove when you're really not sure when you're going in. And and, and you make a great point, Jay, because of the different snaps. Like last week when LaShawn McCoy was on, there were more run plays and pass plays. And when Damian Williams was on, 
Uh, there are more pass plays and run plays. We don't have those numbers quite yet. We will tomorrow. But at the same time, you can't get into that funk. Hey, and the one thing, too, I really liked is the trust factor they did give in the blocking of the running backs. There were some empty sets. Yeah. Then they, they did go vert more than I thought they would down the field. But I was expecting... Well, Matt Mahomes had time. I, I know. I was expecting a lot of Blake the Bell in there, which was all right. Early. The pass blocking was good. Mahomes did have time. He didn't get crushed like he did last week. He had plenty of time to throw the ball downfield, and that was good. I thought the line... Was good with Mahomes. And to be honest with you, if you gave me a choice, do you want to run block or do you want to pass block? I would take pass block any time to protect. Well, when you have Patrick protect, Mahomes, that's Patrick a, that's Mahomes. A, yeah, that's an obvious. But it is disappointing because eventually you've got to be able to salt the clock. And that's running the football. You build these leads up like the Chiefs have been doing. It is nice to be able to just hand the ball off and dominate a line of scrimmage. Offensive but you can tell like Andy Reid has a little thing about that because offensive line would rather Mahomes should Mahomes and the, some of the starters should not have been in the game toward the end there, 28-10 in the fourth quarter with five minutes left. But Andy Reid has these nightmares. I want to get to the point games. where Matt Moore and Darwin Thompson are at the end of the game. They should be, and they should be, because there's going to be a moment here where someone gets hurt at the end of the game. I'm not going to nitpick that too bad because you'd rather they stay in the game than the Chiefs have this monumental collapse like we've seen in the past pre-Mahomes. Uh, I want to keep the phone lines moving. Paul and KC Mo, What's up, Paul? Hey, guys. First thing, you're going to apologize for a win in the AFC West, especially on the road. And uh, this team has flown to the East Coast and then flew to the West Coast on two road games against uh, pretty good defenses. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Anytime an NFL team's got to fly coast-to-coast coast in consecutive weeks, is always tough on them. But, but you know what, though, Paul? Uh, the NFL must not like the Chiefs because last year they went out and played the Chargers. The following week they flew to Pittsburgh. That's true. That's it's this coast-to-coast coast thing, yeah. Yes, I said uh, Clark Hunt needs to call up at the next executive committee and uh, make sure that doesn't happen again. But well, it's working, I mean, though. Uh, it is working. It is working. Uh, the one thing you guys pointed out that I was very pleased with was uh, 1-5's jersey was clean today. That that is so important to this yeah. community and to this football team. You get the run game. I got it. It's something we got to look at. But one five. You look at the quarterbacks like Deshaun Watson. He's getting pulverized out there. We got to keep one five clean. That jersey should never touch a washing machine. That's all. That's all we got to do. And uh, you know, Chargers lost up at the Motor City. We're uh, the only undefeated team in the AFC West. We got a hold third with the Patriots in their division, which is much weaker. So. I'll take this win. We'll analyze it. We got a tough crew coming in from the East Coast next week, and uh, we got to get ready to go. And uh, guys, thanks for the show. It's a great show. Appreciate it. He was sacked well, twice you. today uh, by the Raiders, but it just it just had that perception where he wasn't taking and absorbing the hits like he had in the past. He did throw the ball forty four times, and again, you know, again with a solid running game, limit that stuff. I know we all like to see Mahomes light it up. But and I know, like, we love to see the 400 yards, four touchdowns. But there's something to Pete. It's just like against Jacksonville. He throws the ball 33 times. But the, the and thing, he scored 40 points. He threw the ball 44 times today. The thing, the thing that, that hits home, though, is the fact that Tyreek Hill, one of the game's best receivers, is out today. And, and granted, it was a slow start. I, I mentioned the first 13 minutes were a wreck. But for them to do what they did in the second quarter and to control the game and utilize Demarcus Robinson. What is this offense going to look like when Hill is able to get back in a few weeks? Talking so about the Golden State away. Warriors, it might be worse. It, it might be worse. Now, last year, he threw 53 times against Baltimore. He threw 46 times against the Rams. Threw 45 times against Denver. This was fourth highest attempts in a football game today. But he had to win those games. 
He needed, except maybe the Baltimore game was 27-24 overtime, but they need to score those points at the end. To me, that that's, I know we like the numbers. I know we like the numbers. Too many attempts for me. Yeah, I, I can tend to agree with that. And, and I think part of the reason today. Because what, when you when you drop back and throw 44 times is you're exposing yourself to injury. And, and, and But I think today was it, it was just a clear struggle to run the football. That has to be addressed this week. And I'm assuming that Andy Reid is going to make that a focal point for the game plan this week, trying to figure out how to get that run game going. You're going to need the run game if you want to have Mahomes come out. And you want to, you need to get those first downs on the ground. And you I need like to bleed clock. You're talking about a guy that was cut from Buffalo. Yeah. And, and granted, I think there were a few moments today where, and I, I noted this in the beginning of the game, where a McCoy carry feels a little bit different than a Damian Williams carry. Uh, and, and and I think it's just a vision thing. There's a lot so of if reliance. you can get him a little bit of an opening, I just don't think the offensive line did a great job today. Again, I'll have to watch the game like we all do. Yeah. We'll watch it again. But I just didn't get the feel like McCoy had any room to breathe at all. Well, here's the thing. And your running backs are a guy that was just cut from Buffalo. And another one, Damien Williams, has never had more than 50 carries in a season. Well, that's, I mean, that's who you're with. I mean, you, you, have, to, you have to make it work. I just look at... We didn't the, see Darwin sprinkle the other day. But I just look... Yeah, I, I, you may see Darwin next week if this continues. Hey, hey, if he doesn't, you know? I mean, I know they're worried about the pass blocking. He By the way, Damien Williams did have a knee injury at the end of the game. We'll have to get more information uh, this week. Chiefs now will look towards the Baltimore Ravens, but I just look at the I wouldn't schedule. wouldn't mind seeing old Darwin Thompson. After I, what I saw today, and I had my doubts going into the game, and Mahomes does what he does, I'm telling you, I look at the schedule. Ravens, Lions, Colts, Texans, Broncos, Packers. Do you have the Texans struggling today uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that, that yeah, the Chiefs but dropped 40 on? you can't look too much on. into that, Pete. You can't look. The, the Vikings, Patri- the Patriots. Titans, Chargers. Yeah, no you, one is touching this Chiefs team. But they, Pete, they just aren't. You can't look at things like this. Like a 30-point home loss it, for the Browns in week one. That's They're not that bad. I'm convinced Last that if you year, are Patrick Mahomes... With the weight, Pete, the, with the the amount of skill position players, it, it almost doesn't matter what the defense looks like Pete, unless you're the playing NFL, the Patriots. Man. Unless the you're Patri- playing the Patriots. The Patriots were 1-2 and two last I'm year you. with bad losses. 26-10 the Titans. They lost to the Dolphins early in the year. That team started off 1-2. and two. They win the Super Bowl. Again, I don't think teams have really found their identity yet. So I know we can look at the schedule and look forward saying, oh, this team's going to suck. Well, the, the defense for the dominate. Chiefs is only going to get better, right? I mean, you look at today's But last week we were impressed with the Ravens, and now all of a sudden we're not, even though they get the win. I mean, with with that Cardinals team that's trying to figure it out themselves, I'm just... Well, Kyler Murray threw for, what, 348 today? If Kyler Murray and that Cardinals team... Which that should make the Chiefs it, happy. Is sticking, yeah, is sticking with the Ravens, I, I, just, I just don't know how any team is going to come close. And the, and the Chiefs defense... For all of our our, our complaints, and, and there were a few today, certainly, still gave up 10 points today on, on a team that put up more than 20 against the Broncos last week. I I, I mean, I, 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 don't, I just, I think by the time the Chiefs get to that Patriot game, I'm not trying to look ahead, but I just don't know who beats this team. I just don't know. Because the defense is only going to get better, and this is one of the best offenses we've ever seen. Here's a concern, though. Baltimore stopping the run. They allowed the Cardinals 23 yards rushing. It was the Kyler Murray show throwing the I'd football. I'd be more concerned if you're saying that they're they're stopping the pass. Well, I, yeah, exactly. I think you should be happy that they give up 349 yards passing at home. What's Mahomes going to do to them next week? The the Cardinals not able to run the ball today. On the, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson still scares me. Lamar Jackson 120 I, I yards. I agree. I agree with 120 that. yards on the ground, 272 passing, two touchdowns. He's playing like he was at Louisville when he was going 4,000, 1,000. The only guy I in the NCAA to, to ever do that back to back years. I just look at today, and there were a lot of doubters. You don't have your number one wide receiver, your number one target. Your ankle's messed up. Uh, you get down 10 nothing early. It has the vibe 
of a disaster, upset victim. And then Mahomes just comes out and says, just trust. This just is, trust in me. This next I, week, You is, can't bet against him. Next week is a week where you want to see the Chiefs set the edge. You're going to have to with a guy like Lamar Jackson. I agree. I mean, that, third and four, he'll take it into a first down. If you want to set the edge with Okafor and Frank Clark, next week is the week to set the edge because you can't let Lamar Jackson get out of the pocket. The guy's starting off with a phenomenal year. And show talked about Frank Clark. Like, this is a game truly next week that where you're going to need, need, need Frank Clark to play how you paid him, what you paid him for. And, and, and again, I think that'll be a huge part because Lamar Jackson is playing like an MVP candidate. They did flirt a little bit with the Arizona Cardinals today, and that does give me a little bit more confidence that the Chiefs have, could have the ability to roll over this team. That being said, Lamar Jackson is playing at an MVP caliber right now. And the best thing about it, too, is I know the Bears uh, did beat the Broncos 16-14. to But look at this division. This Raiders team that you saw today dominated Denver in week one. How bad is Denver? And I know they looked good against the Bears today, but that Raiders team dominated the Denver Broncos. Chiefs, 18-point win in Oakland. Ten points, too. How does this division look? And the Raiders... They're not a bad team. And, and, and people are going to look at this score who haven't watched the game and say, yeah, of course. But they got some weapons there. Like Williams looks really good to me. Waller looks really good. Josh Jacobs looks like the real deal. I think he's going to be among the top five in, in running backs probably for yardage this year. To hold them to 10 points, that that's a victory. There are some things you got to clean up, no doubt about it. But the Chiefs win 28-10. We got to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll go through the Arrowhead Pride sounds of the game. That's next. Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, presented by 7th Street Casino. Back to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, brought to you by 7th Street Casino. Here's Pete Sweeney and Jay Binkley. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, presented by 7th Street Casino, where it's at. Chiefs winning 28-10 in Oakland. A big victory, 2-0. Uh, the only team that's undefeated in division after two weeks. It's a pretty good feeling. Uh, Jay Binkley here with me. Uh, right I thought you were part of Show and Vern, by the way. I, yeah, I mean, that's that's something I do during the week as well. I just do a lot for the straight Ron just said you weren't part of it. Um, yeah, no, it's something that he kind of gets mixed up with a little bit. Uh, big part of it, fourth member. Uh, we're climbing the rankings. We're trying our best. Uh, we're going to do our best here. But now it's time for the AP Sounds of the Game brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. Here's Mahomes, thrown from the dirt, up top, and open for the touchdown! First play of the quarter to Marcus Robinson. Beats the Raiders secondary for the score. Hey, going deep again, there's Hartman, and the rookie has his first NFL touchdown. <laughs> Nobody just throws touchdowns on third and 20, by on the way. third and 20, when you know it's third and 20. That one-on-one down here for Kelsey, and he holds on. Touchdown, Kansas City. Jim, they're going to be aggressive here. I mean, I, I keep saying you should do this. They're just going to keep throwing it down the field. Can't stop the clock. But plenty of time, and they've got another one-on-one for Robinson! And he makes the catch! What an effort! Incredible performance by Demarcus Robinson. Took one play to beat him deep again. <laughs> Absolutely torching the Raiders' secondary. The AP 
sounds of the game, the four touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes, the AP Sounds of the Game, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call. Uh, we got Jay open another bang energy. Trip. You know what? I need to take. I need. To, I need to keep track of wild plays. I need to. I, I, I take notes during the game, but I need a section for Mahomes. Give me. Say, give me some wild plays. Jay. Just well, yeah. When I say wow, those those touchdown passes hitting the Marcus Robinson. I think several times in there, I'm like, wow, wow. And the only time I shook my wow. head is when the Anthony wow. Thomas took that punt return like inside Wilson. the ten. But here's, here's wow. the thing. Well, let's, let's talk about this though. This might have been the most impressive part of the game. The 94- and 95-yard touchdown drive by the Kansas City Chiefs. De'Anthony Thomas getting the ball inside the 10, should have let it go. But I'm sitting there going, does it matter when you have Patrick Mahomes? Clearly he, not. But he goes back-to-back 94-95-yard -back, touchdown drives. That's impressive to me because that, that takes the will out of a defense. When, you have, when you're backed up in your own end zone or yeah. close to it, yeah, yeah. that demoralizes defense because they got you right where they want you. They're thinking and you maybe safety, who down knows? Safety. Maybe get a pick, good field position. Pick six. But it shouldn't be forgotten what Pat Mahomes did going 94, 95 yards. To me, that was impressive. And there was a lot of wow plays today by Pat Mahomes. And I know a lot of people didn't want to see Mahomes in at the end of the game. I think deep down, the Chiefs kind of won the score there at the end. I think really they kind home. of did. You know, just kind of have some momentum getting a touchdown there in the second half. That Hardman would have put Mahomes over 500, giving him five touchdowns. They would have had a touchdown. In the second half, it wasn't for that McCoy hold. Uh, Jim Nance and, and Tony Romo on the call for CBS, by the way. And I noted two, or I'm sorry, one Nancism and one Romoism describing the Chiefs that hit home with me today. Nance saying the Chiefs have third and 10, but it might as well be third and two. And that is just Patrick Mahomes demoralizing uh, uh, opposing defenses. And then Tony Romo just comparing the Chiefs to the Golden State Warriors of the NBA. He also called a Madden. Like you're playing Madden. It seems like this team can almost come back from any deficit. I realize it was only 10 today. But if you have Patrick Mahomes and you got a couple quarters to play, I mean, what's the number that would scare you at this point? I, I, I think we're getting to that 17, 24, maybe 24. I, I, but if the team was down 21 points and you have three quarters to go, I still would feel okay. I, I am too, and I feel comfortable. You're on the defense, other side of it. When Finally. a defense can get some three and outs, I feel comfortable. Look back at the UFC title game. Yeah. Look at what he did in the 14 second nothing, half. 14-0, and it was miserable. It reminded you a little bit today. Like Today seemed like a disaster in the first quarter, especially if you're a Chiefs fan. And, it's, and, and you mentioned a little bit before. Before, you're always worried about that other quarterback coming back. You're finally on the other side of it in Kansas City. You have that guy. You have the guy now that strikes fear in opponents. Like all those years of Elway, I was terrified of this guy getting the chance at the end of the game. Oh, my, we left too much time on the clock. Let's not celebrate. Elway's coming out. Or Phillip Rivers, we've seen him do in the past. But you finally have that guy that's cutthroat. It's like that conversation that Mahomes had with Favre. Talking about having that cutthroat guy on the other sideline that you fear coming in. Who do we fear right now in the NFL at the end of the game? We, we fear Rodgers, and we fear, we fear Tom Brady. Mahomes is right there with them. I he is in that feared category where you don't want to see them come I'm, into the game. I'm ready to say it. Mahomes is a better football player than Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes does things that Aaron Hot Rodgers just doesn't do. I, and I remember last year people wanted to compare him to young Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes is a better football player than Aaron Rodgers. Right now, and again, Tom Brady's getting older. He's a better football player than Tom Brady. He's the best football player in the, in the world. The, the thing about the Patriots are they're a better all-around team than the Chiefs. That defense is playing lights out for that team. 
That defense is good. If they that that, that that should scare us a little bit with that defense. Antonio Brown does get a touchdown today, but the way they play defense, and we saw the way they played against the Kansas City Chiefs in the first half. I'm really curious about the Chiefs Patriots game this year. I'm really looking forward to that game. The most Mahomes versus Brady three AFC title preview because I think we're going to see four this year. It's it's the NBA. It's waiting for Warriors versus LeBron, whatever team he's on. I know not last year that didn't happen, but you know the past previous years, you're just waiting for the AFC title game. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid spoke to the media after game. Let's hear from Reid. Fisher um, hurt his groin. He had hurt it in practice. Tried to go today, um, couldn't do it. Um, Cam came in and replaced him. I thought did a nice job there. Damian Williams and McCoy um, Williams. Hurt his, uh, has a contusion on his right knee, and then uh, McCoy uh, hurt his ankle there a bit. So I think they'll be all right as we go. But I'm proud of our guys. We were down by 10 points there, and um, for our, everybody to kind of rally and, and come back, I, I thought was a, was a big step. When you come here, you got to be a team, and uh, there's no place in the league more than that, even though our fans snuck in here, and, man, they're great. But... Um, and we thank him for, for taking that chance coming here. It's a tough place to come into. So, um, But um, I was proud of our guys for, for doing that, rallying it up and, and uh, just kind of putting their foot down, saying enough's enough, and, and, um, and getting we, we, we grew a little bit today. So with that time, Jerry. It changed from the first quarter to second. It seemed the offense was a bit out of sync, and then it wasn't. Yeah, well, about it. But I'm not sure there was. Yeah, so I guess what I'm saying, everybody put their foot down. I thought our defense did that. I thought the offense did it, um, and they just kind of calmed down and, and said, "Listen, let's let's go." And we're, you know, uh, it was they they woke us up with with a uh, uh, ten points there. So. Hey, Bill, you recall ever seeing a 95 and 94 yard drives or having? Uncorked them yourselves twice in a row. What does that do to the other team? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, that was a, it's a tribute to the to the players, and um, you know, guys made some big plays there. And uh, my hat goes off to D. Rob. He had he had a big day, and there's nobody that um, epitomizes the, uh, do your job and and don't worry about the results. Don't worry about any credit or anything else. He kind of does all the dirty work, and then he had this day today, which was beautiful. So. Um, my hat goes off to him, and then Patrick had a nice day. I mean, I can go right down the list. I mean, uh, you have a win, and uh, obviously the guys did a nice job. And one of Andy's points at the end there, and it's true, and it's unbelievable that he's been able to pull this off. Demarcus Robinson does the dirty work, but it really truly feels genuine that all of these receivers in the locker room, all they care about is winning. Like Sammy Watkins didn't have as many yards as he did last week, fair amount of targets, whatever. I don't think he cares one bit about production as long as the Chiefs get get the victory. The sound from Reed there, by the way, courtesy of Spectrum Sports. But did you ever feel, and again, I'll go back to you know Chris Conley, you know, never having that hundred yards for the Chiefs. And yes, the the game by Demarcus Robinson was was special today. And to me, he is the third wide receiver is something we always wanted to see out of Conley. Always felt he had the ability. Talking about the broad jump uh, record at the combine, the vert. I mean, he had the ability to be that guy, but just never was it for the Kansas City Chiefs. Demarcus Robinson just had a better game than he ever had. Well, it's just awesome to see that out of him, right? And because when you talk about the Chiefs' offense, you always discuss Sammy Watkins and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and LaShawn McCoy, Damian Williams. These are always the names you mention. Demarcus Robinson kind of gets overlooked, and he basically said today, hey, guys, 
I, I'm still here too. He got overlooked in training camp too. He was never really a topic of conversation. Right. And we've waited for this guy to develop, and we've waited to be that other target from Holmes. But you got to credit Mahomes. You brought up Brady and the people that he's thrown to. I mean, look at the guys he's won Super Bowls with, like Troy Brown and Deion Branch and some of these names that you never heard of uh, beyond that got contracts other places like Deion Branch did. Never was the same receiver. He's winning with Edelman. And now he's got viable receivers uh, in Antonio Brown and uh, and uh, Josh Gordon. But like Peyton Manning, you know, with Stokely and Jacob Tammy and all these guys that uh, would put up big games Austin Collie, these guys, these no-names that would put up good games. Uh, this is what you expect your quarterback to do. This is what the great ones do. They'll elevate somebody. It is like pick your poison with this team. And DeMarcus Robinson, if he can become that added weapon, he starts to become the guy. Wink Martindale is a defensive coordinator. Funny name, I know. Wink Martindale is a defensive coordinator of the Ravens. You just added another weapon to the mix. They were already concerned about Hill. He's not playing. No concern there. Travis Kelsey, they're worried about. The running back situation, I don't know they, they're scaring a lot of teams now. Not yet. With the running back situation. Not, it unless ain't, it's it ain't there, the it ain't there yet. It's not there. But Hardman should scare him. Because that second gear he put on a touchdown that was called back at 72-yarder that separated him. Nice. That was had, a nice catch. But he had an extra gear. Even Tony Romo commented about that extra gear that he had. But when you think about the down-the-field threat, and I felt they needed to do that. Show they can still do it. And I was hoping by going vert, it, w- it would stop guys from coming in the box. I thought the running game would be adequate today when he showed the, and the Chiefs showed they need vertical to, they, threat today. They, they, the Chiefs showed vert today. That one, what, four plays, 95 yards for a touchdown on the one? It took, what, 15 plays to get that 94-yard touchdown drive. But anytime you're going 94, 95 yards, that's extreme confidence in Patrick Mahomes in that offense. They got to figure out the run game on both sides of the football, but there's a lot to be happy about as well. Let's go back to Andy Reid. What was it about today's game that allowed Robinson to be this week's yeah, so um, he he was singled up, and um, and that was really it. So they, they put it they they were concentrating a little bit on Sam. They were concentrating on Kels, and uh, it allowed D Rob to get out there and and make some plays. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah McCall did. It's too bad that that last one. That was that was a zero blitz look. I mean and. Patrick trusted him, which is big right there, just that in itself. I mean, he's a rookie, and he put it out there, and the kid went and got it. Uh, we had a penalty on it that brought it back, but um, uh, the other teams see that, and that, that's a uh, that's a maximum blitz. I mean, there's one guy that's free, so and um, Patrick brought a little time on that. But anyways, I thought all the receivers did they did a good job. Um, uh, Greg's done a nice job with them. Greg Lewis of rallying them up and, and coaching them up and. And uh, you know, so I, 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 I'm, I'm proud of them. Right? And they just, they, they did a nice job. Yeah. Defense take Yeah, defense. Uh, they were. Uh, um, I thought they were. They were big today. I mean, real big. <laughs> you know, that w- when you come in here, you better, you better be ready to go. I thought John Gruden had a nice plan. I thought Derek Carr um, really did a. You know, he's been playing. He played well Monday night and uh, started off well. You know, in this game, and I thought our guys just kind of, you know, again put the put the hammer down, as Mitch would say. You mentioned that Derek Carr started to make the offense start. I thought our coverage was better. I mean, that, that it was tighter, and we were able to get a little pressure there. So uh, I thought that was a big thing. 
With all due respect to Andy Reid, I mean, Derek Carr looked good at the beginning of the game. By the end of it, he was pouty. Uh, he was he was pouting on the sideline. No, he was. There was there there were there were some problems there. But let's let's look at the penalties, dude. The Chiefs were penalized ten times a day last year. They led the NFL in penalties and penalty yards. They can't take penalties. They only had five penalties in that uh, in that Jags game. That was one part of the game they really cleaned up today. Not so much for the Chiefs. Uh, ten for one fourteen. Raiders seven or fifty two. Time of possession. Chiefs won it by uh, five points. But third down conversions. That's what you really care about. Third down efficiency. The Raiders 6 of 14, the Chiefs 8 of 14. You know, those three and outs, get them off the football field um, was imperative. And it's if this defense can get three and outs, and I, I know we want to see more pressure, but if they can still find a way to get stops, get Patrick Mahomes back onto the football field, and win the time of possession is key because last year that's how teams played the Chiefs. Yeah, They I- used their offense as defense. We saw from the Chargers when they came into Kansas City and won, they won T.O.P., we saw what the Ravens tried to do with the Chiefs. And you know what? We, we saw what uh, a lot of teams tried to do, especially the Patriots. The Patriots had the ball more in the first half than the Chiefs did the entire game in that title game. You can't take penalties, and you're right about the time of possession. Uh, I want to comment on one other thing that Reed said right there, though, too. Uh, McCole Hardman, you never want to lose Tyreek Hill, but these are valuable reps and valuable experience that he wouldn't otherwise necessarily be getting. And like today, when he could go out there, and he's only going to gain confidence. So by the time Hill comes back, he might be a regular contributor for you. And then that opens up your options even more for this offense. Who knows what it could be? Uh, let's continue on with Andy Reid. Yeah, so yeah, the rotation helps. Um, and the last two weeks, it's been it's been huge for us. And Again, those guys work their tail off. They don't get much credit, and they go out and uh, and play their you know hinds off like that. Especially those interior guys, the inside two um, in a four-three front or a nickel front. Now that's a there's a lot of pounding going on. Those guys just kept kept the push on, which allows those outside guys to get the pressure that they got. So, yeah. How come you're the only one not sweating, dude? I'm like soaked. Huh? I'm gonna get on your diet. <laughs> All right. Um, so I don't remember the question, but Patrick, yeah, yeah, I didn't change anything with his ankle. We just played, and and uh, listen, for him to push through it like he did, and he just he kind of blanked it out of his mind, and, and just that's why he practiced and. And that's the way he played today. And none of the players, you know, I mean, you couldn't see any signs of weakness there. And at the same time, he got in, he got his treatment. Our doctors took care of him. And the trainer, Rick, did a nice job with him. And he spent a ton of time making sure he was ready to go. I truly, truly think, and this is going to sound insane, but I had a colleague of mine, a great contributor for AP, Aaron Borgman, said it on Twitter. It seemed in the first quarter Patrick Mahomes was feeling the ankle, and it affected his game, and then he just kind of figured out how to play with it, and it didn't matter in the second quarter. And the play calling, too. We go back to last week against Jacksonville. The kind of plays he called on offense to kind of slow things down a little bit. And, again, I think he did a good job considering that Fisher is important to this team. He is. As a left Big tackle, fish. It's one of the top three positions, I think. Left tackle. Quarterback, quarterback's number one, obviously. You, you, the left tackle, you appreciate, pass rusher, and shutdown corner. You appreciate fish more when you get a dose of Cam Irving for a whole game. No, you do. You do, and that, that concerned me. You know, 
Master of all trades, jack of none. But here, here's the one thing, too. Reed, he's having more fun this year than he ever has. I'm sorry. He is. He was talking about, you know, sweating through his shirt, weren't you? Because he was like this in training so, camp. Sorry, Do- sorry, Mr. Donovan McNabb and, and Michael Vay. But I know you and I, you Alex and I, you and I have talked about this, sorry, Pete, guys. at night on the night show when you've joined me. And I've brought this up to you a lot. Andy Reed seems different this year. He does. He seems looser in the team as a reflection of the head coach. He's, They're he, playing loose, and they don't panic. Down 10 to nothing, they did not panic. They got themselves right back into the game, held the Raiders. Raiders were looking great, but he held them in check. 10 points, that's it. They made the adjustments, did a good job. But Andy Reid seems looser. He's having a little bit more fun. It's not as contrived. He's kind of saying what he wants, but he's laughing, having fun. This is a different Andy Reid than we've seen this year. I truly think the guys have more fun this year than I, I don't he, know if he ever has because I wasn't in Philadelphia covering him, but he just seems like he's having more fun than we've seen. He sounds like a guy who, in his bones, knows he's going to beat you, right? Like you have that. I think he's got that edge to how no he's panic. talking. No panic. He's kind of just having fun with it. I mean, you know why? I don't want to necessarily knows he's compare got a quarterback him. to compete them. I have a comparison that probably isn't an exact fit, but there's like a little bit of a like Muhammad Ali vibe to him right now, where it's just like he knows. He's going to beat you, and there's nothing you could really do about it, so he's having fun with the season. Like today, there was everything everything in their mother against the Chiefs. The Chiefs should have lost today. They were on the road. It's an emotional game for Oakland. They're in the last game, uh, the last Chiefs-Raiders game at the Oakland Coliseum. Mahomes has an ankle injury that's obviously impacting him during warm-ups. They don't have Tyreek Hill. Every reason in the world, the Raiders coming off a big win. After everyone thought they were a laughingstock, they go out and beat the Broncos on prime time. And guess what? It didn't matter. And after the second quarter, it wasn't really close. And so you and have, Raiders and Chiefs you have that type have a history of, of being close. Let's wrap up with Andy Reid. Can you say you saw anything different or new out of Patrick today, or is it the same old, same old? Wrap out with the system, Tom. Yeah, well, I, listen, I never take it for granted. Um, some of these throws, I mean, I've told you this before, uh, that some of these throws he makes, you go, all right, and we just buzz right through them, you know, like it happens every day. Well, I mean, it kind of does happen. It happens in prep, but, but that, that's, that's what makes him unique. And the fact that he's willing to continue to work on his game um, the way he does is, is also very important. In this league, if you let off an inch, uh, then you're going to fall, and um, and he stays right on top of that, and everything that he does. Yeah, I mean I've only been a small part of that. There have been some great games here. Um, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to miss it. Um, there, there's some things that come with that. I mean, this year we didn't have to dodge sewage in the, you know, in the <laughs> locker room or anything. So, I mean, there are things that come with an older building that you have to deal with. And, uh, but the tradition is, is pretty awesome, you know. And uh, Ted will give you a little stat on uh, Patrick and then his dad. You know, having pitched here, uh, same day I think it was, right? So you can give them all that. But I mean, that's kind of a neat deal. There's, and then Clark's been here for for all the the whole thing he's probably better one to ask about that but um the last seven years have been awesome you know it's been quite an experience and he's not joking oko coliseum is a gigantic piece of crap and that might be putting it lightly he said we didn't have to dodge sewage <laughs> and he made reference to that this week there's leaks the, everywhere there was leaks i'm not the press kidding conference you. there's cups there's been there's been little room. literally crap floating uh, before when the Oakland A's have played in the dugout. I mean, it's a gigantic piece of crap. Pete, 
You know how I mentioned earlier, and you retweeted Arrowhead Pride. Mahomes now three-plus TD passes in seven straight road games. Unbelievable if you can do this stuff on the road. Dating back to 2018, longest streak in NFL history. Pat Mahomes was seven. Tom Brady was six. Brett Favre, Marino, and George Blanda with five. Unbelievable. Another thing I mentioned, and Adam Schefter put this out here, Lamar Jackson, I was talking about you know the kind of challenges he's going to pose. Yes. Chiefs are going to be creative with their scout team next week. 272 yards passing, 120 yards rushing. Jackson is now the first player with at least 250 passing yards and 120 rushing yards in a single game in NFL history. Again, who's the scout team quarterback next week? Tremont Smith. Last year they used Tremont Smith for um, Lamar Jackson. Well, Tremont Smith, they just released He's him. He's gone. They just released him, yeah. They're going hey, to Shermer's not giving They're going to have look. to use one of their speedy receivers to do it. I mean, that, they used Tremont Smith last year. Uh, they released him over the weekend. But you uh, got to find a guy that can throw. Yeah, that's true. I don't know who they put back there. It's going to have to be uh, it's going to have to be creative. Uh, last year they did put Tremont Smith again. He was released for Byron Pringle. Byron Pringle back onto the uh, 53-man roster. But that's Andy Reid. Pringle does it. Thanks to Spectrum Sports uh, for the Andy Reid. Uh, again, ending with this quote. I'm not going to say I'm going to miss it. I'm talking about the Oakland. Uh, the Coliseum. sewage. He said the sewage. Ne- neither are we. And neither are we. When we come back, we're going to name our Arrowhead Pride player of the game. That's next. The Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, presented by 7th Street Casino. Back to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, brought to you by 7th Street Casino. Here's Pete Sweeney and Jay Binkley. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show, presented by 7th Street Casino, where it's at. Uh, my name's Pete Sweeney. I'm the editor-in-chief over at ArrowheadPride.com. we got Nick Price uh, pushing the buttons for us. And, of course, my man, Jay Binkley. On the mic. Big Chiefs win today. I know he's pumped about that. Big, big win. And again, and it seems like at times, and I know it's difficult, but again, it's what's your expectation level? Are we nitpicking? Have we found a way to nitpick? Yes. Big wins on the road for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. If, and why is that? It's the expectation level of this team. I mean, with the Kansas City Chiefs, you got to think big picture. you got to think what happens now. And it's good to see corrections made. It's good to see the defense Make but, adjustments. The Oaklanders had them make. I want to see adjustments. I want to see adjustments from Spags. I want to use that Matt House and Brendan Daly and Dave Merritt. These you know all star coaches, in my opinion, on this defensive staff. See them get better. We know how good Mahomes can be, but again, it's the big picture. When you get to the postseason, how are you going to beat? Well, in the postseason, you got to be able to run better than this. You have to be able to run better than this, and you have to be able to stop the run. What is one thing the Patriots did? When they got to the postseason, they ran for over 140 yards a game, and they played good defense. They played the first, second, sixth highest scoring teams in the NFL, held them all to 10 collective points in the first half. They have a defense. If you're not paying attention to what they're doing, yes, their offense is lighting up the scoreboard with or without Antonio Brown, but they're playing great defense. No, I- And in the Chiefs, I'm you know, give them some time. Again, new system, new coach, new players coming in here. Give the defense some time. But I think when you look at the Chiefs games and evaluate them, you have to think big picture. We're not talking about this. We're not talking no, about it, an Alex Smith team here it's not, to get you to the postseason. We're talking expectations to win the Super it's Bowl. How do you match? It's it's more than it's the more specific. Said he, it's, the owner said it's the more, Super Bowl is the expectation. It's more specific than that. It, the literal. This is one question. If you're a Chiefs fan, there should be one question you're asking yourself. How do we match up against New England Patriots? Should be your 
Foremost concern. That is the – and I, I'm not overlooking games. I understand it's week by week. Andy Reid knows that more than anyone. You can't even ask him about two days later. But you know what? It's one also time during, taking care of playoff teams like the Ravens next week. They will be in the postseason. One time during training camp, I asked Andy Reid about two days later because we weren't going to get him, and so I wanted to know about pads. And he kind of got upset. He's like, yeah, we do things one, one day at a time. If there's anyone that's going to keep it one day at a time, it's Andy Reid. He gets that. But if you're a fan and you can look ahead and you can remember last year's AFC title game, that's the one question. How do you match up with the New England Patriots? Again, I understand Lamar Jackson's coming in here. I, I'm not. It's 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 hard for me to worry about any team right now except for the Pats. Unless you're setting the edge. It's the number one thing to consider. This was this you was, have Mahomes though. This like, was Chargers. No coach. more. I, I'm so. This like, I was worried true. about this game. I feel stupid for that. Look, I wasn't worried about this. What I tell you before, I told you I feel as confident about this. That I ever have. And I didn't even worry when they're down 10 nothing. That's what the homes factor does to me. There was Wasn't a little bit it. of that. I I think it, at that point. If you're with, scared, with, Pete, get a dog. There, there was a little bit of that. And, and I felt it, that that Kansas City Chiefs, uh-oh, feel a little bit. And then once Mahomes started going, you you were like, okay, this we're back to normal here. Well, I'll go back to this. And I do think teams will start playing this way against the Chiefs. This is what Anthony Lynn said, the coach of the Chargers, before they came in the Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. Yeah we, yeah, we watched all of it. I mean, Baltimore was a physical football team. It was a physical game. And uh, I thought Baltimore played their game. Then uh, they had a chance to win it. You know, they tried to control They controlled the ball. They kept their offense on the sidelines. Sometimes your offense is your best defense. And I thought they did a good job with that. But Kansas City found a way to win in the end. And that's what they've been doing all season. Uh, they've been outscoring people in the fourth quarter. He was talking, Anthony Lynn was talking about how Baltimore kind of laid that groundwork a little bit in that Chiefs game, you know, used that offense as a defense. That's what sure. they did. That's what they did. I hope. I don't know. Well, we should, get, we should get Lynn's cut after he lost to the to Detroit Lions State. No, that'd be great. Cut. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> but what, what you have to do is be concerned the teams shift this philosophy as you get towards the end of the year. I'm surprised they're not doing more of it now. I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's. Uh, sh- I think the Jags tried, but they couldn't. Let's shift gears now uh, to the Arrowhead Pride player of the game. So important. The Arrowhead Pride player of the game is brought to you by Mazarese Jewelry. Jewelry that's dazzled Kansas City. For over 40 years. Drum roll, please. Demarcus Robinson. Of course. Of course. After a week in which Sammy Watkins had the best game of his career, Demarcus Robinson follows up with his. Well, first of all, I have to agree with you because we come to consensus. (laughs) But for the second straight week... I'll say, are we forgetting what number 15 is doing? No, no. We're not going to give him the thing every week. We can't give him the thing nope, every we, week. No, we haven't given him to him once, and it was amazing last we week. We can't give it to him every 443 week. and four touchdowns. Would have been, what would you have done if it would have been 500 yards and five touchdowns? If he gets to 500 yards, we can give But he could have if it's not I mean, Demar- back with McCoy. This might, never happen, this might never happen for I'm DeMarcus with you, again. But we forget about the conduit. To make those great plays, it's Patrick Mahomes. And I'm with you because we come to consensus. But I do feel like we're sliding the league MVP and the fact that we haven't given him MVP in two straight weeks, Pete. Here's what I will say. If Alex Smith had gone 30 of 44, 443 yards and four touchdowns, it would we would be going bananas. I'd be doing a parade around 435. Uh, the player of the game, Demarcus Robinson, is brought to you by Mazarese Jewelry. Once again, jewelry that's dazzled Kansas City for over 40 years. Tune into Fesco in the morning. Tomorrow at 9 a.m. And if you know the player of the game, now you do. It's D-Rob, Honey Thunder. You could win $25 to Topper's Pizza. And one monthly winner will win the grand prize of a $500 Mazarese Jewelry gift card. Can we give this thing to Mahomes at some point? Demarcus Robinson, your player of the game. I'm keeping a tally. Six we, catches. We've gone D-Rob. 172 yards. 
and two touchdowns. If baby. we get to the end of the year, and it's not Mahomes tallying most of these. Listen, I, we haven't done our he's job. He's got right. four touchdowns. You know, he gets three or four touchdowns Again, you're every taking week. Do something for different. I want you're to taking Mahomes for granted. Give me six. You know what I mean? 913-576-7610. If you want to get involved, you can also text us 693306. That's the uh, Protein House Eat With a Purpose text line. We have a recent text in here uh, from the 913. The black hole is a toilet bowl. Thank you. From the and you know what? I'm proud of the Chiefs fans going, wasn't it uh, Mahomes' girlfriend that tweeted out that she didn't go out there because they can be kind of rude, the fans? Yes, they can be rude. And I, Fake Andy Reid. I think it was Rich Gannon. That would Chris keep Rick Wilhelm, a pal, a pal of AP. Uh, yeah, he was out there. Good with for the Chris and, and th- throwing his hands up in the air after the game. Uh, we got Patrick Mahomes. Uh, here's Patrick Mahomes after the Chiefs' 28-10 to victory. Yeah, now there, there, there was times where I, I felt it a little bit, but uh, we did a good job. The training staff did a good job of uh, – Kind of helping me out all week to get me in the best best possible condition, and uh, I thought I, it held up well during the game, uh, and we made some made some big plays. What was it about that second quarter, that stretch run, that run you guys had? Uh, we were just hitting on, hitting on the plays. I mean, we it was the same game plan as the the we kind of stayed at the same game plan, called the same plays. We hit on them in the second quarter, and we missed them in, uh, in other parts in the game. And so uh, I mean, we had a great quarter, but as a as an offense, we were it was too much sloppiness. I guess, I guess you would say we weren't uh, being efficient as we we usually are. Yeah, I mean that's how we that's how we roll as a team in general. It's just whenever guys get their opportunity, they step up and make plays. It's it's not a, it's not soaking in uh, like someone else that going down. It's about getting in and the next guy up mentality. But uh, uh, we're ready. Hopefully, get Tyreek back here soon. But at the same time, why, why he's not here, those guys are going to step up and play. Seemed like there was a couple times you could have taken off from. Was there a conscious effort not to do that? Yeah, I mean there there was times where I, I kind of. Focus more on throwing the ball and, instead of running. Like I was gonna try to go make a block on that one with Damian and realize that probably wasn't a good idea. Um, but um, it was. Uh, I mean, just trying to stay in the pocket, make things happen from there. I got a lot of skill positions. The line protected really well for me and kept kept me upright and kept me where I could just move around the pocket and make throws. Are you like concerned that for some time? Like, did you go to Marcus and skip him? Try to keep feeding the ball, but you still try to spread it around and get everybody else involved. Yeah, I think that's one thing about this offense is I just go through my reads and whoever's open is open, and I just try to give them chances to make plays. And I, I thought that they kind of focused on trying to take away Sammy after his big game last week, and it gave other guys opportunities to make plays. And so that was that. That was uh, how we roll as an offense: is that whoever, like I said, it's, every week it's someone else that makes plays. And so if we can keep doing that, then uh, hopefully we'll keep having success. Yeah, they to shut down the running game today, but you know. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Uh, they, they they did a good job of stopping stopping the run game. We we figured out ways to have uh, success with the pass, and so I mean, there'll be there'll be weeks whenever the run game's where we need to go to, and the pass game is uh, what what's kind of stalling out on the field a little bit. And so uh, when you have guys at every single position, you kind of just pick what they're what they're trying to stop and just go with what the what the that they're not. He just made the plays whenever the, the ball was thrown his way. I mean, he's a he's a guy that's always going to be working. He's always going to be trying to get open. And uh, when his number got called today, he made big plays. And uh, I think that was something that he's done his whole entire career. Just somebody who's been around him. I mean, you worked out with him in the Just personally, just, what does it mean to you to see Marcus have that opportunity? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's awesome for sure. I mean, he's a guy that uh, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle of things sometimes whenever he's a guy that's super talented and makes a lot of big plays happen. And, I mean, it's, it's everything from catching the ball on scrambles, uh, catching touchdowns, maybe being the last read across the, the middle of the field, or making the, making the blocks and doing whatever he can to help his teammates out. And so when you have guys that, that play hard for, for each other and that they finally get their time to shine, uh, it's always good to see that. I don't think it was any point to try to prove that uh, we could do it, I guess you would say, without Tyreek, but it was just running the offense the way we, we run it. I mean, that we're not going to change what we do. Uh, I mean, obviously, we want Tyreek out there. He's a one-of-a-kind player, someone that's special on the field, but we're going to run our offense the way we run it, and guys are going to step up and make plays when their number's called. He really liked the play that didn't count, the long one to, to McColl. He said that was a matter of trust. Would you, would you take it through? Yeah, it was. Uh, they were bringing kind of a, a, a weird pressure where they bring both guys in the double A and that double A gap and the safety uh, down as well. And so I I'd got it protected pretty well. I thought the offensive line uh, did a good job of kind of swelling up big, and and we'd kind of worked that almost all off season of having that opportunity to make that throw versus a pressure look like that, and we made it. Uh, unluckily, we got called with the holding call, but I mean, I thought the guys were fighting hard and trying to protect me. As best they can. Yeah, you got to be able to do that. Uh, I thought uh, that's one thing we kind of emphasized this year is when those long drives go, we got to make sure that we finish them and get points and score touchdowns. Uh, last year we we scored a lot quickly, but there were sometimes we stalled out on those long drives, and so it's good to see that early in the season that we're having those long drives where we can keep the defense off the field, get them rested up, and we still score touchdowns. And when they come back out, they can shut them down like they did all, all game today. Back, it looked like in the first quarter you might have had a couple miscommunications with the goal where you thought he was going to be. And how, did, how did you get that squared away? I, mean, I assume you guys talked on the sideline or you got him in the right frame of mind. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it was, it was the thing. I don't know if it was a miscommunication. I think it was just him finding the speed of the game. Uh, whenever I mean, he's still a young guy. I mean, it's his second game in the league, and he, he realized that he has to be faster with his cuts. He kind of tried to sell it a little bit more with a nod, and he, and he was open, but it was it was late, and the pressure was there. And so I just told him you just got to speed it up. You got to play. You just got to play with that speed. Use your speed. And you saw in the rest of the game, he sped it up and made big plays for us. So how did it feel to Yeah, it, it was really cool. Uh, it honestly was. I think it, uh, I found out from Ted or Brad and them that I think he pitched like on this day, like two days before I was born. So uh, if that's true, credit to those guys. But that, it's really cool. So it might have been the last time he, he pitched before I was born and me to play there, uh, couple, what is it, 23 years, I guess, away from that. Uh, it would be like uh, pretty cool for that. Yeah, I think it was guys just doing what what their what their coach would do, and we had so many special playmakers that they were making those plays, and that's what I kind of told the guys after the game is I felt like in the second half. I, th I felt like we were trying to make those big plays happen again. And whenever we're at our best is when we're just running the offense and when guys get their one-on-one -on -one matchups or they run their route, they make the play. And it's not about trying to do anything special. It's about just doing what they do and not trying to do too much. Patrick Mahomes won, pitched there two days before Mahomes was born. And it's season still a piece of, of crap destiny. It's uh, the season of destiny. Season of destiny. For the Protein House, even the Purpose Text Line, they're asking how long the Chiefs had the football today. Chiefs had it 32 minutes, 35 seconds. The Raiders, 27, 25. Yeah, yeah. Of course, those turnovers, those interceptions uh, hurt Derek Carr. But 
Without a running game, that's impressive. True I mean, man the of the fact people. that they won the yes. Just providing that information. Time of possession. Good for you. I mean, Google could help too, but I'm just, you know. <laughs> hey, I, use my Google machine, I mean, we just called know. you a man of the people. Don't be rude. I am a man of the people. I'm going to be a man of the people right now. TJ and Bonner Springs, what's on your mind? Man, I am not I'm trying to be a Debbie Downer, but uh, oh, no. 43 to 0, 33 to 3. I want to be excited for Patrick Mahomes and the new Chiefs, but uh, Patriots scared me. Um, is there any way we could just kind of be. I don't know, excited to pay the Patriots at all, but I mean, they just scare me so bad right now. Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, uh, you know, Edelman, Gronk, you know, you know, he's coming back. You know, Gronk's going to come back in November. Right. Those guys just, they scare the hell out of me. I don't think there's any question that Gronk's going to be scared, but let's, let's put this into perspective, though. And I know they've looked good. The Steelers. The Steelers look as good as they have in the now. The Steelers aren't a good team. That's who the Patriots beat in Week One. The team the Patriots beat today, the Dolphins, and I know the Dolphins have won what three out of four in South Florida against the Patriots. The Dolphins are tanking. The Dolphins suck. I mean, the Patriots went in literally and beat a Division One team. And I know we make this reference all the time. Could Alabama beat uh, an NFL team? No. They might beat the Dolphins. No way. They might beat the Dolphins. No. The Dolphins, no, they wouldn't do it. I'm joking because the NFL team's <laughs> you, not going to lose Jay, to the You know better, but you're right. I'm, I'm I, know what you're, I know what you're saying. The Dolphins might be one of the worst things I've ever seen. And, yes, the Patriots look great against a garbage team. But, again, it's hard to tell. Again, they were 1-2 last year, and they won the Super Bowl. I'm with you. I mean, I said it before, like the one question. It's, it's can you keep up with the New England Patriots? We'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about Chiefs Raiders. The Chiefs coming away with 28-10 victory in Oakland today. Uh, the Arrowhead Pride postgame show continues on next. The Arrowhead Pride postgame show presented by 7th Street Casino. Back to the Arrowhead Pride postgame show brought to you by 7th Street Casino. Here's Pete Sweeney and Jade Binkley. Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. The Chiefs coming off a 28-10 victory over the Oakland Raiders. Hanging out with my guy, Jay Binkley, and you. You can get involved, 913-576-7610. Protein House, eat with a purpose, text line 69306. Let me ask you a question. Andy Reid's extended through 2021. Yeah. The odds on Andy Reid... Is there a, to stay, get that other contract. Is it possible to just sign him up to like he he just died? He's dead, just for life. Just sign Isn't him that up Kirk for the contract for the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs head coach for life. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I'm telling you, and and people call me crazy for this. They're saying if he gets a Super Bowl, he'll retire. That man is looking at what Bill Belichick has done. It's the coach quarterback combination. He cares so much about the like history said, of the game. He wants to be yes. regarded as one of the best in the game. He tied Chuck Knoll today, by the way. Yeah, but it's not a win. Th- it's a Super Bowl. He, I just think he wants multiple Super Bowls. I, I know that's crazy. He's been to, to talk six about title that. games now, one Super Bowl. I know that's yeah, crazy, crazy that to ring. talk about in, in Kansas City, but but it, but it's the truth. Let's go out to the phone lines. Brandon in Lenexa. Uh, Brandon, what's up? Yeah, man. Uh, I just wanted to point out to everybody that um, KU was also down ten to zero, just like the Chiefs. <laughs> and so I think there's a lot of similarities there. So you may you may see um, the Jayhawks. Make a run, go eleven and one. There is no similarities between the Chiefs and the Jayhawks. One's got Carter Stanley, the other one has Patrick Mahomes. End like, of discussion. I like that call. 
I like that call. There is no comparison between you the never Chiefs. Know. And the I mean, he's, he's right. When he's right, he's right. I mean, <laughs> no, Kansas was down. Listen, 10-0. I get it. I get it. A great win, but it was a great win by Les Miles <laughs> in Kansas. But the Chiefs aren't losing the Coastal Carolina the week before. All right. Oh. Good win. Stop it. No more Chiefs Jayhawks comparisons in football. None. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, I mean, he's creative. Is out of the box. <laughs> that threw me you might have been drinking a lot, but uh, you know, no, 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 no. LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams uh, both left this game with injuries. I'm sure we'll get more updates on Wednesday of this week. That's usually when the injury updates come. Yeah, uh, both backs. But it, it, what did I say? Both running backs. Yes, both running backs left the game with injuries uh, toward the end of it. Darren Thompson did get a carry. I'm wondering if we were going to see more Dar- Darwin Thompson maybe next week anyway, just just considering what we saw out of the run game today. We might. And again, you know, the biggest concern with him, Pete, and, you know, in training camp, he got blown up on a play. And the one thing I liked about him was he, he understood what he did and he fixed it. And then he goes out against the Bengals in the preseason game and made a good block. And he it, he's elevated that part of the game. And, you know, Eric being being me being the offensive coordinator, former running backs coach. I think Dela McCullough does a great job with them. But being to me, he's big influence, and he brings that different bit of element. Let's, let's face it. He's shiftier than McCoy and David, Damian Williams. But can you trust them in pass pro? It does come down to that with Andy Reid. Now, I'm not worried about his hands out of the backfield. I don't think he's as good as a receiver as, as McCoy and Damian Williams. But I will say, he might be a better breakaway actual running back than both those guys together. It's going to be spotty. There's going to be games where they're worried about setting the edge and they're worried about having a running back with the speed of a Darwin Thompson. I do think he comes into play. It's like Tyreek Hill, that first year he was here. Remember Andy Reid was asked all week where he talked about, you know, increasing the role of Tyreek Hill, expanding the package, the the packages that he had for Tyreek Hill, expanding that. Right. And I do think we we do get to see that. Uh, with Dar- There's a reason why he's on the team. There's a reason why Daryl Williams is still here. I just, I'm just looking at this team right now, and again, it's only been two games. But if they can get the run game going, I mean, and eventually you get Tyreek Hill back. There's a couple areas. Get the run game going. Stopping the run's a concern. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're giving up five yards per carry and 7.9 yards per carry in two straight the, games and pass rush. Those could, two things there. Couldn't the offense get to a certain place if the run game actually got going where it really almost doesn't matter what happens on the other side of the football? It'd be great at the end to just ice games away without Mahomes having to do it. I mean, again, uh, I, 32 I minutes is incredible. And you heard Mahomes, too, before the break. For not being able to run the football. Mahomes should not be number. trying to block. Let's, no, let's no. get let's let, and, and, and thank goodness that he did not, but... That should never be a thought in his mind. We don't Mahomes need any Jason Street instinct. incidents. He's just a football player. He's got that instinct where he wants to dive. He wants he wants contacts. He's he's a football player that's got to realize just how important he is to this team, to the city, to this league. To me, there's not a more important person in the NFL. He's the most marketable guy right now in the National Football League. You you'd be surprised, Pete. The NFL and everybody tweeting about Mahomes and the Magic and Schefter and all these guys just once again talking about the great game of Mahomes. And again, we're talking a 72-yard touchdown was called back. And dude still ended up with over 400 yards passing and four touchdowns. He was dangerously close to 500 yards and five touchdowns on the road. And again, no quarterback's gone seven straight games with three or more touchdowns on the road. It's crazy what he's doing. Right. And and again, 23 in two days, he'll be... 24 so we'll get it we'll get a year year older uh, coming up in two days happy birthday. happy happy early birthday 
uh, to Patrick Mahomes. We're going to go to uh, Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson before was named our AP player of the game. Here is Robinson at the podium. Of course, every week can be a big week for any of us guys. Uh, we, we don't go out to the game thinking it's McCole week or Sammy week or it's my week or Kelsey week. Uh, it could be anybody week or it could be all of our week. Today, uh, a lot of us got in the end zone and uh, we made a couple plays today. Yeah, it felt good. Uh, yeah, I felt like I was on the road. I wanted to stay in the game a lot. Uh, I'm I feeling pretty good today. I asked the coach could I stay in and get a couple more reps, man. And he, he, he gave me a shot, and I did my thing. Uh, yeah, it, it was pretty tough out there, man, with the with the, with it being dirt, baseball field. But uh, we could play on the concrete, man. No matter what it, what it, what they want to line up at, we give them our all. Mark, did you on on uh, when the first quarter was on falling way? Was you guys were a little out of sync? I'm curious if you just always know that Patrick's kind of inevitably going to kick it in. That, that it's always wait to happen. Uh, I feel like we can make plays anytime on the field, uh, whenever it is, either if it's 10 seconds, uh, 30 seconds before halftime, with a minute, two minutes left, uh, whatever play we got dialed up is designed to score. And by him, him in particular, I mean, do you feel like he always gives you a chance to just be explosive? Oh, yeah, Pat gave everybody every chance to be explosive. It depends on what play call and who name, who time it is. Uh he was great. Uh he stayed in the in the classroom with us. Um even when he didn't have to be, he could have been doing something else like treatment or going home. Uh, he stayed in there to let us know what he thought was what we could do and what he did to a couple guys and we took that in in effect and we made some plays today. Patrick talks about just going to the open seat. Are there times when you're out there and you know the route you've got, you see single coverage, you just know the ball's going to come your way? Ah, yeah, you got to think like that every play. Uh, it, it can come to you, somebody else can be even more wide open, and it don't come to them. So you got to make yourself get wide open or in, in, in his vision to look wide open, and he'll find you for sure. You know, you saw more single coverage today than you did last week, Uh Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Do you know that you guys do workouts by yourself during the summer? You have training camp and all the The amount of routes you guys run deep in this practice, does it feel almost natural now? Like, yeah. as, it, as easy as the slant, or do those routes feel easier than sort of shorter routes? Uh, I'd route feel the same. We practice uh, deep route just as much as we practice the short routes. and. Uh, when we execute them in practice, that, that make it more easier in the game to, to know that you can't execute it. So. Did anything go for a surprise person just like this is what we do? Nah, yeah, nah. That, that's just what we do. How do you guys feel about having, you know, one, two, first three games, three or first four on the road? Is that kind of a big test for you guys? Ah, yeah. It is. Uh, we, we, uh, we get to go home this weekend. Uh, we've been on the road for the past two weeks, and uh, we, we came out with W's, and now we get to go home and give our fans um, a great W, too. So that's what, we, that's what they're going to be looking forward to next week. That's what we're going to try to give them. Fortunately, you've been around for a while, but mm -hmm. to have a game like this, does it mean something special to you? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, it's always been my time to come out and try to make some plays, and uh, my number was called today. I felt good, and, and I made a couple plays today. Yeah, you have to be patient. Now we got a lot of great guys um, in the room, and uh, they've been here longer than I have, and uh, they never get called more time than mine do. But today, mine got called, and I I was able to make plays and show the coach that I can make plays too. Hopefully, I get a couple more plays. 
a little bit of generic data than that for you personally. Is there a certain aspect of what unfolded that you uh, I'm pleased with the W, man. Uh, even if I didn't have a game like I had today, uh, as long as we winning and, and keep it going, man, I'm happy with that. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. That's the 172-yard man, Demarcus Robinson, our AP player of the game. You know what? He, he's a guy that uh, keeps it loose. He's got a little bit of confidence about him. He's got some he swag, does. too. This whole he team does. is swag. He's it's got swag. And you know what he returned to? His sophomore year in Florida, we're talking about a guy that averaged over 15 yards of reception, had seven touchdowns that year. He had a better sophomore year than junior year. But he's got the talent, and he's got the ability. And today he went out and showed it. His number was called, as he said, and he delivered. Somebody had to step up. Clearly the running game wasn't stepping up. Sammy Watkins, uh, they were doing a nice job on him. Kelsey continues to deliver. That's the one guy. Last year he had 12 for 168 and two touchdowns in Oakland. Today, he's over 100 yards. Quietly, Pete. I mean, no one's really talking, Kelsey. But again, seven catches over 107 yards and in the end zone. But we're not talking Travis Kelsey because he continues the consistency that we're oh. so accustomed to with Travis Kelsey. But to me, Kelsey has a better game when someone on the outside has that game too, where they start drawing that attention. They needed somebody else to step up into this game. And again, the more guys you give a defense to concentrate on, the more they have to say, wait a minute, this guy's killing us. You've got to have that guy. I mean, if you're a defense and you want to try to take out Kelsey or Tyree Kill right. or Sammy Watkins, you need that other guy to step up and deliver. That's what good teams have. And this is what today we saw from Patrick Mahomes. Because Aaron Rodgers, because Peyton Manning, because Tom Brady have always found that guy that you're not going to pay attention to, and they're going to make them hurt you. And just spreading the ball out today like that's something Mahomes does really well like he doesn't really look and get used to a certain receiver and I think that's why you see different receivers having big games every week this isn't something new remember last year with the Chiefs Twitter account how they they tweeted out the touchdown bunch because 12 different whatever number of Chiefs had touchdowns for them uh, I count the, 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 the targeted Chiefs today one two three four five eight different Chiefs were targeted uh, Sammy Watkins had 13 targets you had um, guys with 48 yards or more, five different guys. So just spreading the ball out. And and the, the point from Demarcus Robinson is like that they're fine with that. Mahomes they, was the running game and the passing game. He was all because of the they're, they're not going to, yeah, they're not they're not worried about who gets the football. I really also like the point from Robinson about Tyreek Hill and, and just he was in the room with them. And, and to me, uh, that is something sure. that it, in, in a veteran, when you have a bunch of young guys, uh, granted, say what you want to them off the field, but just to show them, okay, I care enough about the team to be there. You know, that that's something you want in that team building. I'll let you address this. This is from Ben on Twitter. Pete, question for you and at three guys in a garage. Will dad ever learn to fair catch? Tired of seeing him run straight in the five guys and get lit up. Pete, my reaction when he did that. We will get that reaction after the break. The Arrowhead Ride Post Game Show, presented by 7th Street Casino. You're that famous actress. You must travel so much. <gasps> What's the best site for hotel deals? Um, Hilton.com. <laughs> no, no, no. One with crazy savings. Hilton.com. With their price match guarantee, if you find a better rate, they match it and take 25% off. No, one with lots of options. Hilton.com has 16 top hotel brands. Hampton, Hilton Garden Inn, Waldorf Astoria. Hilton.com. You should totally do their commercials. Mm -mm. Expect better. Expect Hilton. You're good. I know. Thank you. Applicable terms and conditions at Hilton.com. Back to the Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. Brought to you by 7th Street Casino. Here's Pete Sweeney and Jade Binkley. 
Welcome back into the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Chiefs winning 28-10 over the Oakland Raiders. Nick Price behind the glass, uh, wrapping things up with my pal, Jay Binkley. Pete, good evening to you, and a uh, big shout-out to myself um, for going downstairs <laughs> and getting Arby's from my guy, Cass. That uh, Arby's, of course, uh, provided the uh, meal for us today. Myself, you, Kent Swanson, one Nick Price. Although I think Kent shared, which is great because Kent's all about sharing. But huge thanks to Arby's. And by the way, they do party trays. You may not think so, but they they do party I got a, trays. I got a Reuben. It was delicious. Yeah, you had the Reuben. We, once again, Nick and I went with the same sandwich, the uh, double beef. But uh, I think I might go double beef next week. They do party trays with the beef and cheese and the beef combos. But a huge thanks to uh, Cass and Arby's that came up here and uh, provided. Uh, well, actually, they're very good luck. Very good luck on the road to have Arby's come up here. Because so far, they've been doing this. We've been rolling on the road. That's right. I mean, two times we've eaten uh, meat uh, together, and two times uh, the Chiefs have won. Uh, so so good on us. Probably a trend there. Uh, Arrowhead Pride postgame show, of course, is presented by 7th Street Casino, where it's at. And thank you again for the interviews from Spectrum uh, Sports. It's time now, since we've got a couple minutes left here, 10 minutes or so, uh, for the final verdict. Uh, the final verdict is brought to you by Scruggs Law Firm. Law firm, excuse me, let me get that right. Scruggs Law Firm, you deserve more than a lawyer. So, Jay, for the final verdict, what did you truly learn about the Kansas City Chiefs today? I truly learned that they're a great football team offensively, but like any good team, they've got to find a way to correct some mistakes because we're watching what the Patriots are doing. I know they played the Dolphins this week, but that's what you that's what you hope for with defense, that eventually things come together. I would like to see more pass rush from the Kansas City Chiefs. I felt like Derek Carr... Felt really comfortable there in the beginning. I know they made some adjustments. Uh, Derek Carr got worse, in my opinion, instead of better. But he had plenty of times when the team went up 10 to nothing. That's to concern yourself with. What if he's a better quarterback? What if he could have played better and kept that going? We saw what Gardner Minshew was able to do with the Jaguars. He felt way too comfortable in the pocket. The Chiefs have got to find a way. They paid Frank Clark a lot of money to get to the quarterback. And I don't care if he's getting there, but put some pressure on him. Make him pay. Have him feed off. Chris Jones and Frank Clark... That's a good tandem to have. You can't double-team both these guys. The running game for the Chiefs, that concerns me. They've got to be able to control the clock a little bit more, move it down. I know the Chiefs won time of possession, but I give that credit to Pat Mahomes. The short passes, the running game, that's what they had to resort to because the running game just wasn't there for the Chiefs. Cam Irving, definitely not. Eric Fisher, I think we realized that. But stopping the run, still a big concern because we're looking over five yards of carry. The Jags head against the Chiefs, over seven yards of carry. We saw in the game today with the Raiders, but stopping the run, running the football, and putting pressure on the quarterback. This offense is fine. This is a Super Bowl caliber offense. And let's face it, this defense was terrible last year. They weren't offsides away from being in the Super Bowl. I think they would have won the Super Bowl had they gone to it. But we do expect perfection from this team because the expectations are to win a Super Bowl. It's not me saying it's Pete. It's not you saying it. The owner of the team said it. Yeah, no, I, I I know on the franchise. Yeah, um, I look at this game. My final verdict, uh, brought to you by Scruggs Law Firm. You deserve more than a lawyer. Is Pete stop being dumb and doubting Patrick Mahomes? The ankle didn't matter today because he's that damn good. There's no quarterback in the history of the NFL that's had as good of a start as him. It's incredible, and he's going to lead the Chiefs to a perfect record heading into week 14. 
because I, I, I'm not worried about any other team except the New England Patriots. And every week until then is about figuring out how to beat that team. And you're right. There are deficiencies. There's no doubt about it. The coverage is a little suspect. I know that there are plenty of Chiefs fans, even though that Charvarius Ward and Bashard Breland had interceptions today. There are plenty of Chiefs fans who say they need to go and get a quarter, cornerback. You're right. I think that's probably closer to the, to the trade deadline. They have to figure out the run game. They got to find one of these guys has to step up. The offensive line has to do a better job. They have to figure out the run defense because you don't want teams running all over you. That's the way that you can get beat is by keeping Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. If another team is running all over you and they have to lead somehow, that's how you're going to lose a football game. I don't expect to happen again until week 14. I said before the season, this team can go 16-0. They'll welcome back Tyree Kill. But again, it's all just how do you match up with Bill Belichick? It, it, it's as simple as that. Because you're going to get to an AFC title game. You play them in week 14, so you get a, you'll get a preview. You'll get that tape, and then you'll play them in the AFC title game. It's a chess match, Pete. How, do you get, how is your team going to stack up? It's a chess match between the Chiefs and the Patriots. What's, what's the other one doing? I totally think the Antonio Brown... Was Direct they're, they're response the City to Chiefs. the all-star team the Chiefs have, 100%. Who did Bill Belichick start texting last year during the middle of the season? He started texting Sean McVay. Great game. They became little text buddies. Why? He saw them as a threat to get to the Super Bowl where he wanted to go. It's a constant chess game. You're keeping up with the Joneses. What are they doing? Matt, what are we doing? Matt Nagy, How are we counteracting what they're Matt doing? By the way, Matt Nagy has said that Andy Reid really likes to use Bitmoji. Um, and so... If Reed, Andy Reid, I know you're listening to this. Don't be bitmojiing with Bill Belichick. Don't fall into that uh, mistake. Well, he's too smart to do that. That McVay did. But you, but you heard McVay before the Super Bowl. He was like totally kissing Fan- Belichick's back. Oh, you're the best. That is fanboy. Honor. Come real, on, man. real fanboy. Yeah, come on, man. The, the game was lost in the pregame. I agree, though. I mean, I, I think that's why, too, toward the end of the season, I mean, if the Chiefs can figure these things out and look as good as the New England Patriots do, and again, the Patriots haven't really played anyone yet, um, it, it, they're going to convince Gronk to come back. I agreed with that caller. I, I, I think, and I think if Gronk can get in the right well, shape. I tweeted that right when they got Brown. I, I think, I think if Gronk can get in shape, I mean, he looks really skinny. He does not look like he's ready to go. And they used him more as a blocker last so year. So he would, ha- he would need a month to get in shape. Um, but, but I look at it and I say, of course they're going to try to convince them to come back for a playoff run. And, and I'm sure that the playoffs are a lot more fun to play in than the regular season, especially when you're in New England. And you're getting used to that in Kansas City. Like we, we, you're, you're right. When we talk about the player game, you overlook sort of that he had four touchdowns over 400 yards because you're just used to it. it winning probably got a little bit, okay, we do this every year. It's well, not, look, not special look, to Gronk. Look at Major League Baseball. Remember a couple years ago, the Astros? Let's go out and get Verlander. At the end of the year, the end of the uh, non-waiver trade, they go out and get him. Yeah. This year they go for pitching. They, they, what are the Joneses doing? How can we get better than them? What, do we need to add for the bullpen? Well, I'm do here. We need, I think the Chiefs and the Patriots. It, that game better be circled for the Chiefs. I mean, that ought to oh, be hundred percent is game number one. Hundred percent circled because the Patriots. Let's be honest, Pete. Not beating them, the Chiefs had two opportunities to beat them last year. Two opportunities to beat them, and that would have defined the off season. Are the Patriots done? Is Mahomes now taking You're it over? You're going to get two additions That would have changed the narrative. It's gonna the Chiefs be... can change the narrative in the NFL with the win over the Patriots. Mahomes-Brady Mahomes, Brady, three. That happens on December 8th. And then Mahomes-Brady, four, will happen on the AFC title game. It's as simple as that. That's what you're waiting for. I mean, this is it's, it, Romo had nailed it on the head. This is the Golden State Warriors. You're sort of waiting for uh, them to play LeBron James and, and see what happens. Uh, and, and, and it's a great time to be a Chiefs fan. 
Uh, it is an awesome thing for the NFL. To me, it's like two all-pro teams. There's a number of guys on each side uh, on offense for the Chiefs and the New England Patriots that can make the Pro Bowl and be named an all-pro. And, and I mean, and hopefully none of them go because that means they're not in the Super Bowl. Right. That's that's what the that's a favorite joke of Chiefs fans. Is, We're not even going to be going to the Pro Bowl. Don't worry about that. Well, listen, they go every year. Let's be, let's be honest. But we watch it too. The be honest with for a second. They go every year. Days. They go every year. Maybe not this year. Sherman got robbed, by the way, for MVP. That's right. And he made he, he Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he made Patrick Mahomes hear it after because they give you a car yeah. if you win it. And sausage clearly. The sausage shouted at Mahomes that he wanted the keys to the yeah, car. Should have got it. If Sherman wanted the keys to my car, and he looked as he does with his big muscles, I would give well, him. Well, Clint Boyer my car keys. to training camp to show up in. Yes, right. Yeah, I mean, he got he got the NASCAR driver to give his car away. So that's the intimidation that uh, the sausage provides. No sausage in this game today. More of the Demarcus Robinson show. Travis he made a Ke- good tackle on special teams. Travis Kelsey shouldn't be overlooked. Uh, you got to hand it. I know no one wants to say this, but the Chiefs cornerbacks had two interceptions today. It's, it's better than you would have thought. I thought right? Fuller made some great plays Kendall today. Fuller with the sack. Breland, I love that. Out of the interception. There's a lot to be happy about on defense. Again, I think the two focal point. If you want to complain, it's about the run defense. But here's and the, the thing: though, game. the secondary gets better with the pass rush. Let's, let's not forget that those two things do go hand in hand. And Frank Clark needs to be better. Show nailed that too. Look, look if, if if anything makes the because right now we're stuck with what you get at corners, but there is one so way we, to make them better. It's called putting pressure on the quarterback, not letting them sit back there comfortably and pick you apart. Seriously, without going out and making a deal, you want to make the corners better. Start rushing the passer. They'll make a deal at the trade deadline. Like Kansas City this week got all Minka Fitzpatrick crazy. I mean, that's a safety. They don't but we're two safety. games from Mo Claiborne coming back, although I don't think he's going to come right back and be effective I know. in game we've, five because he's we've not dis- allowed to practice. We've discussed that. I, I, I think they're going to throw him right back in the mix. You might, you may be right about him not starting, but I think he'll definitely play snaps the first game that he's eligible. But he can be an arrowhead, Pete. Yeah, I, I know. You're an arrowhead more than Mo Claiborne is. I know. Mo, if you want more. to know what's going on at Arrowhead, uh, I can share my number with you. Just send me an email. It's on my Twitter. Yeah. So I can let you know um, what's been going on with Spags and, and the boys. Um, anyway, listen, great win for the Chiefs. 28-10, uh, coming, overcoming a, a 10 nothing deficit, 28 unanswered points. Jay, just one quick final thought. Anything for you? It just... I think the Ravens do present a challenge. It's the best team the Chiefs have played so far this year. It's a quarterback that can get outside the pocket. Dangerous to get more rushing yards than he ever had. But again, we're looking at 14-point, 18-point road wins for the Kansas City Chiefs. Call it what you want. That's impressive. 2-0 alone atop the AFC West. Your Kansas City Chiefs coming away with the 28-10 victory. This is Bryn, the Arrowhead Pride postgame show presented by 7th Street Casino. Where it's at, thank you to Dan, you, Reggie from Anaheim. That guy who called about KU, that was one of my favorite calls. Patrick was Mahomes, D-Rob, thanks for your interviews. Uh, Spectrum Sports, of course. Uh, Andy Reid. A special thank you to my guy behind the glass, Nick Price, who's running and getting all the sound for us. Uh, Arby's. Man doing anything. Arby's is another one. Delicious Reuben sandwich. Uh, for Jay Binkley, uh, my name is Pete Sweeney. Catch up with ArrowheadPride.com, all your Chiefs news. This has been the Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Thank you for joining us, and good night.